Hello, welcome to AOD. Sorry I didn't get an episode last week. I went on a cruise with some friends to Andromeda, and then the cruise ended up taking an extra week because every time we got halfway there, we got sucked back into the third dimension by some dorks doing a Close Encounters meditation. Have some manners. Don't suck me back for my goddamn trip. Anyway, good to be back. dimensional galactic being parading as a stand-up comedian i feel like the stand-up comedian part is the far-fetched part at this point don't you agree it's like all right i buy that you're from the serious star system but comedian come on now we're going to talk more about manifesting i want you to temper your expectations around 
manifesting, saving you from your current reality. I feel like that's what people, they're, they're, they're looking for some easy button to reality. And it is actually an easy button to reality. However, it's like staring at one of those fucking pictures you guys have here where you have to look at it for a while before it turns into the picture, even though it's never actually worked for me. It's that. It's something that's been here forever. You have been manifesting. You have been consciously, unconsciously creating your reality your entire life. Now you have to chill the fuck out and look at things differently to realize how you've been doing it, how you've been subtly programmed, purposely or not purposely, who cares, into creating things you don't like and changing those habits, healing that and moving forward. It is not an instant thing. It is not. Some of this will change for you very quickly, depending on your programming, your relationship with it, how much time you want to fuck around playing the is this real or not game. But if you don't expect everything to instantly happen for you, you're going to have a lot more fun. Playful curiosity is how you're going to get the most out of your experience with tuning in to your manifestations. I hate saying your manifestations. God, that sounds fucking insufferable. My avatar got a pottery wheel for Christmas. Um, she really enjoyed the pottery wheel in the mental hospital when she was a teenager. I know, shocker. She's terrible at it. Like, so bad. My avatar is actually really bad at every form of art that isn't words. And every day, she watches five YouTube videos, and she sets out to make something, some semblance of something with clay. She's done multiple types of clay. It's just different types of blobs that have a weird finger hole in them, and they all have some strange nipple coming up through the middle. She's awful at it. But every day she gets a different kind of awful because she goes and she does the thing and then she makes a mistake and then she learns from that mistake. She researches what that mistake means and it's, oh, too much pressure from this finger. Oh, your complete fucking inability to do anything at a normal human speed. Oh, too much water. And so the next day, she doesn't make that mistake. She makes a new mistake. But you don't just pick up a guitar and suddenly know how to play a guitar. You don't just get a pottery wheel and suddenly know how to make pottery. You have to come at things with a playful curiosity. And when you make mistakes, see them as what they are, which is a lifetime of not knowing how to do this thing being met with four days of trying to do it. Now, when you make mistakes, you have the opportunity to take whatever lesson from that you want. You can take the lesson that this is going to take me longer or this isn't something I'm naturally talented at. Some people are born being amazing singers. Other people are terrible singers. They hire a vocal coach. They learn how to sing. Everything in life, you have to learn a skill set. Everyone is better at things after they've been doing it for a long time. Yet for some reason, when you find out that reality is created by your thoughts and that you have been creating a reality that you don't like for a long time, 
you think that you should be able to slap a picture of a mansion on a piece of poster board and suddenly have a fucking mansion. And then when it doesn't work, you you go away with these things aren't for me. I'm not good enough or or magic's not real. And I'm not here to convince you that magic is real. I that's that's a conversation for somebody else. I don't give a shit. If if you don't believe in it, don't do it. This is for the people who have seen evidence that there is some connection between their thoughts and reality or that feels true inside of their gut and they just want to learn how to perfect the skill. I don't have answers for the skeptic. You're going to have skeptical shit in you as you're working through it, but I'm not here to convince you of anything. This is for people that this already resonates with. For the people that it already resonates with, if you've spent your entire life believing that you are supposed to do things that you hate in order to eke out your existence, that life is hard, that resources are scarce, it's going to take more than one or two setting intentions to see the evidence and find the control panel within yourself. And when you come at it with a playful curiosity, I'm not saying you have to believe it's real all the time. Set tiny intentions and see these things happen or go back and journal out pieces of your life and connect your thoughts, connect your programming to the world that you exist in. We're going to talk a lot about manifestation on this podcast because I believe it is the thing that will help you all most personally and then help you come together collectively, which I promise we will talk about at some point, and be able to create, co-create a better world for yourself and others. So playful curiosity, okay? This is going to be experimentation and observation experimentation and observation when something doesn't work that doesn't mean throw the entire thing out you can throw the entire thing out if you want but it's a weird conclusion to come to it's weird to put on a pair of ice skates when you've never ice skated in your life and then go out once fall down and say i can't do that that doesn't work. These ice skates are broken. It's like, what the fuck are you talking? It's a, it, like, you have to learn how to do it. You've been doing it your entire life, but you've been doing it unconsciously. You've been creating your reality and then been being told that it's happening to you. You're in a whole programmed loop of creating things you already know to be true. Have some patience and have some fun. I think we talked about in the last episode, spend some like years, expect to spend years. If you are doing the things listed here, you're going to see results much faster than that. But if you wrap your mind around spending years, you're less likely to take idiotic conclusions away from your experiments. I'm never going to be able to ice skate is an insane conclusion to come to after going out on the ring and doing one circle. It's nuts. You have no idea. You're, ca you're capable of doing anything, but you might have to practice at it, especially if you have tons and tons of programming telling you that this isn't for you, this is the, that lack is for you, and that, that abundance is for other people, and you hate wealth, and you have all of this shit to clear out. All right, number one, and these are in a 
a pretty arbitrary order. What the fuck do you want? This is, listen, I know the guy who works at the restaurant that is the uh, ordering for the universe. And it's like the server that comes up to your table. You guys don't order shit. You, you know what you don't want. That's most of it. That's like, what do you want? It's like, I want to get out of my corporate job. Okay, that's not a thing. That's uh, what you don't want. And how the mechanism of this works is you have to know what you want. The fact that you want out of your current creation, no one gives a shit. No one can, like, who cares? It's like going to a restaurant and the server comes up to the table and says, uh, what would you like tonight? And you say, not the shrimp cocktail. And the server's like, yeah, okay, uh, would you like something other than that? And then you want to offer up, like, well, I've had the shrimp cocktail for 20 years, ever since I got out of college, and I'm just fucking sick of it. It's like, okay, sir, no shrimp cocktail, got it. Is there something you would like to actually put into your mouth? And it's like, I, if I have to do the shrimp cocktail, because you really get this desperate with the universe, like, why are you not listening to me? Not the shrimp cocktail. And it's like, dog, we get it. You don't want the shrimp cocktail. What the actual fuck do you want instead of the shrimp cocktail? That's you guys with your wanting to leave your corporate job. How about spend five minutes thinking about the thing you do want? Because all the server hears when they come up to the table is shrimp cocktail. Man, this dude loves his shrimp cocktail. There's also a, like a ruminating thing that you do when you want to escape from something that just screws you further into the thing. So that's another thing we should probably talk about. Y'all love escape here. You love wanting to escape things. That you're positive you want to get out. That's not a great energy for manifesting. Just so you know. Trying to recoil from any circumstance accepting the thing you're most afraid of is the number one most powerful. And that could be a thing you're currently experiencing. If you're experiencing a loss, this is why acceptance is the final stage of grief. I'm probably fucking that up. Accepting whatever loss you're currently in or whatever loss is a potential. Accepting it. Now, some people who don't understand how positivity works will tell you you should never even look at that thing. You should never even acknowledge it exists. And that is so stupid. It exists somewhere. It exists on some timeline. And pushing it out of your awareness because you're terrified of it happening is like trying to climb a mountain with a million rocks in your backpack. Look at the thing you're afraid of and accept it. If you're currently experiencing it, accept it. Accept it before you make any moves to get out of it. If you try to manifest from a place of escaping the thing, you're going to take the thing with you. You're either not going to get out of the reality or you're going to take the thing with you. So sitting still, however long it takes, facing the thing head on, accepting it, and then moving forward. If you're sick and you're trying to escape the sickness, you're going to have a hard time balancing and regulating and finding the thing. If you're in debt and the debt 
the idea of the debt being there is terrifying to you and you're trying to escape it, you're going to have a difficult time coming up with a strategy to move out of it. If you're trying to escape this job rather than just sit, look at it, observe it, thank it for why it came into your life. Thank it for the experiences it has given you. Accept it. Death is the biggest one here. Accept death. Look at death, the inevitability of your death and everyone you know, and play those tapes forward. We don't want to do that. You want to, you want to recoil and run from it. You could not be more powerful than you are once you have accepted death and the death of everyone you care about because now you can move freely. You make a lot of wonky decisions when you're recoiling from something. Accept the thing you don't like first and foremost. Accept the thing you're afraid of. If you're going to create something and there's a potential that you're afraid of, Look at it, look at it, unpack it, and then in your imagination, play the tape forward of it going bad, and then what? And get to the part of the story where everything still is fine anyway, and now you have played that movie, the universe is a million times less likely to pull that. That is not negative thinking. That is a misunderstanding of positive thinking. Positive thinking is not that frail, shaky, feigned, judging yourself bullshit that you get with a lot of this manifestation talk. Playful curiosity. I'm here. I would like to experience this reality. I understand that this is a variation I might get. Looking at that, okay, got it. No matter what, I'll still get something good at it. Cool. All right, moving forward. There's a difference between seeing negative in every single thing. That's a decision about a narrative. When something lemon-esque gets handed to you in life, you have the option to go, well, that's wild, but I can see how that's, that's, part, that's a plot point in the thing that I want. So that would be positive. I hate positive thinking, but that would be a positive way to look at it, a negative way to be looking at it. Nothing ever works for me. That's a decision that you're making. The thing that happened is just it happened, but the decision is how are you going to look at that? That's a place where positive or negative thinking, the narrative, the projections can affect your reality negatively. Facing the thing you're afraid of and saying this could happen. Like, this could happen, and I'm going to acknowledge that and work through that now. So if it does happen, it's not going to knock me down, and I'm going to take its power away. Then you're not creating from this place of, like, paranoia and avoidance. Because all, that's all energy. That's all pooling energy, by the way. That's more likely to pool a timeline than going, hey, we might have a famine. How's that going to feel? Oh, that'll be scary. The power might go out. That'll be scary. What can I do now? I can buy a bag of rice. That's not fear. That's just going, hey, I'm going to get in front of this. Not, I'm not going to make it happen by doing that. You're far more likely to make something like that happen when it goes, hey, what if you guys break up? It's like, don't, 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 don't talk about that. Just putting those rocks in your backpack. Stop trying to escape everything. You did come here for your whole miserable life, by the way. This is what we're here for. It's, it's 
a lot of suffering, but we came here for that. There's a lot of power in looking at reality like that. Why would I have done that? Obviously, if that doesn't resonate, throw it out. Stop judging yourself for not being positive, by the way. That's useless. All the shit's useless. Stop judging yourself for making mistakes. Stop judging yourself for not being involved enough. There is no such thing as getting left behind. That's bullshit. Stop judging all of it. Have fun. You're waking up from a nap. Just wake up. Just wake up. Wipe the crusty shit out of your eyes. Drink a little coffee. Play with your new toys. Have fun. Relax. You want to be negative? Be negative. You know what happens when you're negative and you project and then everything blows up? The next time, you're less likely to do that. A lot of this stuff is going from being the actor to the writer, and a lot of those experiences involve falling on your face. Normalize falling on your face. Have fun. All right. And without judgment, look for any and all addictions to losing. And we all have them. We all are addicted to some form of a narrative about losing. It can be, I always get passed up for the job. It can be, nobody ever loves me. I always get abandoned in relationships. My parents like my sibling more than me. And that's not to say that any of these things are not true or that these aren't your lived experiences or that your feelings are not valid. But when you have an experience multiple times, you, you create an identity for that experience. And sometimes that identity doesn't want to take a back seat. If you have stories around loss or things not working for you or things being harder for you than everyone else, there's a good chance that your ego has an attachment to that story. That is something to work on and heal because that ego identity that one of your identities doesn't want to cease to exist. And so it'll try to take up space in this. All right. So now that we got all that out of the way, step one, set an intention. Now setting an intention seems to be something that people think is magic. It's not magic. Imagine each, each new era of your life is a movie and the intention is the log line. You're just letting reality know, hey, I'm starting a game where I start my own business. This is me setting the intention. People think setting the intention is some mystical thing. It is technically when the server comes up to the table, your intention, if you're actually giving it attention, then the, the matrix will pick it up and start to work with it. The problem is, is that most people set an intention in some two-cup method, vision board, meditation shit, and then go back to spending their entire day thinking about the thing they don't want. The server thing doesn't just show up when you, it's a full moon ritual. The server is like, it's, it's an algorithm based on how much you're paying attention to something. If you set an intention for 12 minutes on a Saturday night and then spend the rest of your time ruminating on things you don't want, of course you're not going to see any results. You need to take up a lot of your attention with your intention. Setting the intention does not mean you're magically going to get something. This is just a marker at the beginning of a movie saying, this is the movie I'm about to play. So 
two-cup method, if you Google two-cup manifestation method, it will give you the actual breakdown of the method. Essentially, you put your old timeline on one cup, your desired timeline on the other cup, you pour the water from one to the other, you drink the water. This is a magic ritual. This is for you mostly. There is no magic in these cups, although it can be argued that there's some magic in water, but it's, it's magic in what it means for you. I prefer the two-cup method over a vision board for whatever reason. I like the action involved in the ritual. But for some people, making a vision board, putting the things that you want on the vision board. Don't get too crafty with the vision board. This was encouraged around the time The Secret came out where you're putting all kinds of ridiculous shit. If you don't want a mansion, don't put a fucking mansion on there. Take things that you actually really truly want to experience and then request from the Matrix that you can download that game. That's it. Now, setting an intention is what I would call feminine and this is not gender. We ditched gender a long time ago. So this is not feminine. Is this receptive, intuitive, feeling-based portion of your reality. And masculine is the more physical reality, pushing, manufacturing, constructing, where feminine is creating. It's just two different vibes. So when we're talking about masculine here, we're kind of talking about this clunky 3D physical reality stuff. Now, you've been programmed your entire life to exist in that masculine energy. We are just now moving into a place where we're starting to understand feminine energy, but most of us have a hard time receiving. We have all this internalized capitalism where we have to prove our worth. And so we don't do well with just receiving freely. So for most of you, setting an intention, set it and forget it, is where you'll eventually be. You'll eventually order something from reality and leave it. A lot of you listen to Noah Lampert. That dude can just say, I'll take a Lamborghini and then check the fuck out, and he's going to get it because he has a completely open channel where he believes he deserves to receive. He doesn't have any of that programming that the rest of you have, rest of us have. In that case, you need to be able to channel your masculine creative abilities, constructing abilities, which is what I call action-oriented manifestation. So in order to use action, you set the intention, and now you're not going to go back and fuck with that. Don't mark when you did the cups on the calendar. Don't talk to people about it. Don't refer back to it as... I did the cups three months ago. How long does it take? It takes however long it takes. You started the movie, and the next day when you wake up, that movie has begun. That movie has begun, but it might be a six-year-long movie. It depends on what you ask for, and it depends on how hard you're going to fight this process. But you always have the option of action-oriented manifestation. So if you put on your cups that you want health. You want to bring your body back into balance. You want to get fit. You want to, uh, whatever the fuck, grow an extra leg. The next day, you know, you're in that movie because you you set the intention, you ordered the movie, you downloaded the fucking thing. So now 
what can I do physically today in the physical reality to move this thing forward? And a lot of times it's just research. If you put that you want to move to a different city, but you don't have any money, there's a lot you can do that, that isn't the fantasy get the money. It's I can look up houses there. There's so much. You can do so much in fantasy and daydreaming. And looking up houses, getting to know the neighborhoods, getting to know the schools, getting to know the job, immersing yourself in in forums about that subject, and make it to where when that server comes to the table, every time it comes to the table, it's Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, until the matrix pulls that information in and goes, we're going to Los Angeles. And then once you have done that for a while, you have immersed yourself in it, you're likely to just click over to that timeline. But if not, start small, set goals. How much would it cost me to have this apartment in Los Angeles? How much would it cost me to get this a uh, personal trainer or or whatever. Okay, so today I did all this research. I actually, I, a lot of times when you get out of your head about I can't have this, a lot of times when you go, how do I get a personal trainer without money? How do I move to Los Angeles? And you start looking into it, you find out that there are options that you didn't know existed because you're looking for them. Because the matrix does what you tell it to do. And when you come at it with a playful curiosity, instead of deciding before even asking, because you have a preconceived notion about how the world is without ever even asking for half the shit you want. Is is there a program for me to get a physical trainer without money? And then next thing you know, you're like, what the fuck? There's a, there's a volunteer personal trainer. I'm just spitballing here. But the, everything exists. Everything exists in this matrix. You've just been told your entire life you can't have it. So you don't ask. After you have set an intention and you're taking action. Even if that action is daydreaming or researching on the internet or talking to your friends about it. So set your intention, take action. Immerse yourself in the thing that you want. Let the thing that you want take up a lot of space in your consciousness. If you can't get yourself to let the thing take up space, you might not want it. And this is where you'll find yourself convincing yourself you want things because society has told you you want them or you're still just so focused on what you don't want that you're just making shit up. I want to do art. What kind of art? I don't know. Okay, well, you don't want to do art. You just hate this job. So face what you don't like about the job first and allow yourself to step into a desire for fucking something else. If you don't want anything, you don't have to force yourself to manifest shit. Sometimes you're just in a place of experience and it's fine and you don't have to want things. Even if society says you don't have enough. Contentment's beautiful. If you're in contentment right now, just sit in contentment, learn this information for when you need it, and chill the fuck out. We're also in a huge pause right now. So some of the things you want don't exist in this place that we're at. I'm going to leave this here. We'll come back to manifestation a million times, I'm sure. All right, we're going to leave it at that. I have a cat yelling at me.
jessareed.com. No readings or sessions for the foreseeable future, but you can join the Patreon. We got the 5 and $7 tiers. That gives you two bonus episodes or four bonus episodes a month. $10 tier is four weekly energy update live streams. It's mostly shit talking. $20 tier is a in-depth live stream talking about that week's episode. Music is Mark Pontius. He is Fat Horse Ranch on Instagram. Feel free to harass him to put more music out. I am Jessareed Comedy at Twitter and Instagram. <laughs>